It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. To first business, um, and Jess Nivellon and I, oh, we've been friends for uh, quite a long time now, Jess. Jess, I was... Read about you yesterday in the Independent. You've got a good job, a good wage. You love what you do, and you're thinking of emigrating. Why? Good morning. Morning, PJ. Um, I suppose really, it's it just comes down to to kind of being locked out of the housing market, like. Um, and do you know, like not even, I suppose. Look, I have an issue with with getting mortgage protection insurance, which makes a mortgage you know, basically unattainable for me. And and that's fine. I suppose what I wanted was somewhere secure. And I've, you know, I'm renting in Dublin, which obviously is quite expensive. Um, and I've applied for a few different cost rental units through the LDA's cost rental scheme. Now, for, um, for people who wouldn't understand that, I, I, to be honest, I've read about it, but I don't quite get it. But in order to get into it, you have to understand it. What's that all about, cost rental? So basically, like it's like it's there for people who can't get a mortgage for whatever reason, or at least that's my understanding of it. But I suppose, like the kind of eligible eligibility criteria would be that you're not on a social housing list or in receipt of any type of social um, social housing support payment. Um, you have to have an income between, I think, for Dublin, it's between forty thousand and sixty six thousand net so that would be after tax right um and th- like there'd be a few other kind of eligibility criteria there that would be similar to um to getting on a on a social housing list you know like um you obviously can't have a stake in a property like you can't you you can't be on that list and own a house that you're renting yeah do you know that yeah. kind of way um but then i suppose as the like so they they'd have they apply it to a few different um a few different uh Areas now. I know they did one in Cork, but obviously I've been focused on the ones in Dublin because I'm living here yeah. for the last few years. Yeah, yeah. And the one you were looking um, at was City West, which would be perfect for you because you have to use public transport. You don't drive. You can't drive because of your eyesight. Yeah, ha- and and City West is perfect. The public transport is really well developed out there. And you showed me. You sent me a video of the place you were looking at, which would have been perfect for you. So what happened? You applied. So what happens when you apply is you kind of go through the, this like kind of three rounds, I call it. So like first round was just like an expression of interest, which is fine. Um, and then what they do is because like because so many people are applying for these, they're picking the names out of a lottery. So I didn't get out of the first round of the lottery, but I did come out of the second round, which was like brilliant. Mm-hmm. 
So I, you know, obviously they're looking for documents then, so I had to upload everything. The usual now, if you're, it's actually very similar to when you do apply for a mortgage or when you apply for rent or uh, when you apply, you know, to, to rent somewhere. Mm. So it's pay slips, uh, bank statements. Um, I actually had to get my employer to write an employer's reference, not about how good I am at my job now, just about my financial circumstances. Sure. So it, it's all that stuff. Um, and I suppose the key criteria is a thing called, they call it affordability. So according to their rules, you can't be spending more than 35% of your take-home pay on your rent. Right. Now, obviously, like you'd need to be at the very, very high end of their income threshold not to be spending that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like financially, I wasn't going to be any better off. If I'd gotten this place, it was more the security I wanted, PJ. Yeah. The security of knowing that the place wasn't going to be sold from under me. Knowing that even if I did the rent increase, it's not going to be the, the rent increase that I'm currently subjected to. Like, um, So no, they had waived that affordability criteria when they did come back to people in the second round. They had said in the email that, look, if, you're, if this rent is going to be more than 35% of your income, um, if you can prove that you've been paying that amount of rent for the last two years or more without defaulting, we'll accept that under affordability. Right. They want to so make sure you can great. pay. They want to make sure you can pay. Yeah, yeah. obviously, of course. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's perfect. I was like, I can I can prove that I've been paying that amount of rent for the last few years um, and that it is more than 35% of income. If I'm honest with you, I don't know anyone that is spending less than 50% of their income. Yeah. Um, their take-home pay in Dublin on rent because no. it no mad. nowhere exists for that price. It's going mad, yeah. do you know? And and look, we all knew that moving to Dublin, um, but so I, I sent the I sent the forms and I sent all the documents in. Like we had five days to send them in. I think I sent mine in within twenty four hours because I was like, okay, I'm going to lock this down now, and mm. like this is it. Things are finally finally turning for me. Mm-hmm. And I got the email just after a meeting actually at work on Monday uh, just to say that my affordability wasn't met because I was too far below their income threshold. Or sorry, my affordability wasn't met because I was spending too much of my income on rent. But that's exactly why you want to get into the place. Exactly. So you you earn too much for social housing. You don't earn enough, but I don't earn enough to get this. into this. So where are you supposed to go? Um, I think I'm supposed to stay apartment sharing for the rest of my days. Mm. Now, look, you, you, you have a you nice know. place. You share it with, with a couple oh, of I friends. Do. You're happy there, but you want a place of your own. You're 31 years of age. It's the first thing everybody wants at that stage. Good job, well paid, you know, and, and you're happy in, in, in your place of work and you're good at your job. Um, it's the natural thing to want next is your own place. I and I know that you, you, have this, you have this dream to be a foster mom as well, which we might get to in a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where, that's really where the push is coming from. It's like, I suppose, for people who don't know or who didn't read the article yesterday, um, I had a hysterectomy when I was 27. Yeah. Now, I don't regret the hysterectomy. It had to happen to give me some quality of life. I was so ill. But I suppose, you know, I thought after that, after obviously I got I got through kind of the trauma of it, because it is obviously traumatic, even even though I did need it. Um yeah. I didn't think I used to make a joke about not having a biological clock anymore, but I re- I really do, PJ, I suppose, and that is something that I didn't realise. Um, and I suppose, like, it's 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 all I can think about, I suppose, maybe the last year or more is, 
is possibly you know applying to become like an emergency foster carer yeah because they're crying um, out for foster carers yeah and, and like shortage. to do it to give a child a good start or to to give them a good landing when when they've come from whatever trauma they've come from do you know and i feel like this is something that i could do to to i suppose satisfy the want in me to to be a mom yeah. or to give that love to another child and like obviously, and I, I totally understand why the rules are so stringent around fostering completely. But like, I, I, I can't, I can't do that. But you've looked into it, and you might well shared. be eligible. I know that, yeah. Yeah, but like, not while you're kind of, you know, sharing accommodation, no. or what, not while you're in unstable accommodation. Now, my accommodation isn't unstable as long as I can keep meeting the rent increases. Yeah. But I mean, how long more are the rent increases going to go on? I'm in a rent pressure zone. You'd imagine that that would mean that your rent just doesn't go up. Why am I asking how much, and you're sharing this now, but how much How yeah. much are you paying per month? Uh, the rent would be in or around, I suppose, look, be in or around the low kind of 1400s. And that's sharing. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, beautiful apartment, great yeah. location, because obviously I depend, I, so I'm, I'm completely... I'm completely blind, so I I, I need a, a transport link. Like a transport link would be more important to a place having a kitchen for me. <laughs> you know, know that, that kind of way. Um, and like, and I, I'm so lucky with the people I share with. They're lovely. Like they're two friends of mine, and we get on great. Yeah. But I suppose like I'm the oldest. Do you know? And I'm the oldest by a few years, and it, it's like I'm just waiting for the next part to start. And at this stage now, I've been. Like, you know, I, I, it's it's not a case that I want someone to take pity on me because I'm disabled. I don't want anyone to take pity on me because I want to foster. I just want a fair go. Yeah. That's all. Do you yeah. know, and I'm not even arguing with the with the not even being able to draw down mortgage protection insurance. Like, I I understand why the rule is there. If I'm honest with you, I don't have the energy to fight it. I know. Um, but, like, this was supposed to be the, the, like I said, the secure housing that, like, you know, just simple things like putting your own furniture into it, putting your own photo frames up, putting a mirror up where you wanted to put it, and then like having the space, I suppose, to to do that emergency fostering of, you know, a, a small baby coming out of a situation none of us can imagine. I know, I know. Do you know? And like I just because I suppose a few people had kind of said to me, I say, oh, well, you can't foster one room, you can if it's a baby. Yeah. Do you know that kind you of way? Can. And obviously, I suppose. Look, that's the own. That's the other thing as well. That when you do apply for these cost rentals, like if you, if you, unless you actually have a, a child that's in your custody, you can't apply for a two bed. Yeah. No, totally understand why that's the rule. Totally get it. But I suppose, like the way I was looking at it for myself, it was supposed to be the start of the next chapter, and it's it's a case now of like, would I just be better off? In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member going to the states because like i mean yeah the work this is a similar type of work that i would do over there would be absolutely grueling as well 
but mm. I would probably be on twice the pay and have a better quality of life. Yeah, and I know that over the years you met people involved in American politics. You work in politics here. You, you, you yeah. met people involved in American politics, and when they saw your qualifications, they said, hey, come on over. Yeah, so like, there's, it's not a case that I wouldn't be able to get a job over there. I suppose what's keeping me here at the moment is... Like I do really love my job. I really, really do. Like, mm. do you know? And th- there's no, there is no kind of, there's no parliament like your own parliament. Like, you know true. what I mean? It's true. Um, yeah. But it's it's just getting to the stage now where it's like, do you know, are are they keeping us permanently locked out? Like, mm. you just you just have to wonder. Like, it's it's like it doesn't it doesn't matter what you do, you're stuck. Yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. And you're probably one of hundreds. Like, of course I am. Of course I am. Do you know? I'm. I'm. I'm sure. I. I know. I'm one of hundreds. I mean, I see it every day at work. Um, but I suppose you know, I'm kind of the only one that ended up writing an op-ed for the journal about it. <laughs> and turning out of pure frustration. Yeah, because. Look, as you know, my my daughter's away at the moment in Australia and will yeah. be for a year, possibly two, but we think only one at this stage. And and I, when we were talking about this, I said, you know, why do you want to do this? There's a couple of reasons. One, everybody's doing it. I want to try it. Two, the, 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 the area in which she works as a veterinary nurse, she can get fantastic experience out there that she can't get here. And thirdly, she said, Dad, what's the point? There's nothing from nowhere to me to rent or to buy can't buy, can't rent, living with a few friends, that's great. Can't get a place, myself and, and her fella. What's the point of trying to pay for our own here? Can't afford it. Yeah, and it's a case, like, it's, do you know, it's not a case that I just woke up last week and decided I wanted to live on my own. Like, this has been years in the making. It's been, do you know, years that I've been working towards it. Like, we should have the security in this country that like, you know, when we've done our degrees and we have our good jobs and, you know, we've been working at our jobs in a way for a while and we've done the house sharing or we've done the living at home and saving, that should be enough the same way that it is in every other country in Europe, but it's not here. Yeah. So how seriously are you thinking about moving away? Um, I suppose like I've, I've been considering it for maybe the last six months um, because like I said and you know I totally understand that like obviously finances are different in America um, like uh, life is more expensive there especially if you'd be wanting to live in DC which I probably would um, but I mean like like you get your fair shot there you work hard and you get your your reward for it and I suppose the other thing is like my salary isn't the problem here I have a decent salary for the work that I do yeah my problem is is the actual cost of housing myself yes and bear in mind as well and you you shared this in the independent because of your health issues you have even better tax credits than than the ordinary 31 year old yeah, so I suppose that most people will have like the single person's tax credit or whatever. I have I have an additional tax credit called the blind person's tax credit, which, you know, would be great if they changed the name of it at some point. But that's basically what it is. You get it when you're registered as a blind person, which mm. I am. Um, and like, so, I mean, I probably have that little bit more take home pay than other people do. I obviously work in the public sector. So you're talking a permanent pensionable job, five year fixed term contract contract gets renewed every kind of election cycle if you like yeah. and 
I mean, financially, I'm not a risk that way. Even and there's if the I thing, like you're, you're really thinking very seriously about packing in a permanent pensionable job with a good wage that you love and is there for you because you're good at it for however long you want it. You're thinking of packing all that in because you can't get a place to live on your own in our capital city in 2024. Yeah, and I suppose like it's not even in the capital city; it's it's the outskirts of it. You know, like yes. I'd still be doing city about West an hour's commute to there, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's I suppose like it's it's just really getting to the stage now where I'm like, is there any point in staying on the hamster wheel here? Because there's no reward at the end of it. And also, like I I actually kind of cringe when I say that because being able to live on your own so that you can foster or so that you can have a child in whatever way you're having it is. Like that's that shouldn't be a reward. That should be an expectation yeah. that you can that you can survive on your own. You also make the point that in you're doing doing the figures um, six to seven years ago, this wouldn't have been a problem for you. No, no, not at all. Like I uh, like I would have known people working in in a similar job, and I suppose like the thing to say as well is that like you know um, our pay scales at work. Obviously, you're dealing with incrementals and like I mean they're they're only changed every kind of 10 to 15 years so like people that would have been maybe on a grand or two less overall six years ago were renting one bed apartments in do you know in Dublin six yeah do you know that kind of way like do you know close enough to the job that you could walk if you wanted to so it's like it's not something that we never had here it's it's just it's something that has now become unattainable I suppose like yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to hear this. I, I know you mentioned it to me privately a few months ago that you were you're really getting frustrated with the fact that you can't get a place on your own. But but this is uh, the fact that the fact that you're thinking about packing up and getting out of here because of that. Given that I know how much you love your job and how hard you work to get it, that's that's upsetting, yeah. Jess. I know, I know, but I suppose like the way I looked at it is like I'm not the only person saying this at the moment, no, you're not. and I'm not the only person that's been saying it for the last year either. Like I've had friends of mine have have left because like, and don't get me wrong, there's a certain amount of people want adventure as well. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm not adventurous. Like <laughs> me and adventure don't go together. <laughs> like my thing is purely, I'm just like I just feel, do you know what? Like maybe I maybe I go and take a run at the hamster wheel in Washington D.C. for a year or two and if I can survive over there maybe that's the thing to do yeah alright alright Jess we'll talk again a dear old friend of mine uh, Jess Lee Whale I've been friends for, for many years and uh, yeah she's been through it health wise um, she's been through it trying to get her qualifications get her job with you know ah that's ridiculous 31 years of age earning a very good wage in the job she loves the job she's good at all she wants is a place of her own. She would dearly love to foster a child. Dearly love to foster a child. And now she's thinking heading up to Washington, D.C., where he might be a bit more appreciated. By the system, not by the people around her. John said they used to always worry the country would end up no country for old men. What I worry now is it'll be a country full of only old men. We can't keep on hemorrhaging our young people like this. It's simply not sustainable. Back to people trying to get mortgages and trying to get a start in life in this country. Uh, Saheed, morning. How you doing, PG? How you doing, fella? You're you're trying to get a mortgage at the moment. 
I'm trying to get a mortgage at the moment. I've been trying for the past two years. I'm yeah. a taxi driver, self-employed, yeah. and I work so hard yeah. and uh, try to meet up all the criteria. Yeah. But it's quite very difficult for self-employed, like a taxi driver, you know. Yeah. But I meet up my everything savings, and uh, I try to pay my rent through my bank every month. Yeah. And uh, I believe in uh, in a, I believe in a one one room. Everything is there. Toilet. Everything is there. Which is um, I'm not quite very happy with that. Yeah. But that's why I work so hard and to try to get the mortgage on my own. Yeah. Even if it is a problem. And how long how long I, have you been here, Shahid? I've been here 22 years. My goodness. My goodness. Yeah. I've been I've been here for the past 22 years. Yeah. And because um, of being self-employed, you're struggling to get a mortgage. Yeah, self-employed is quite very difficult. Yeah. But then I have enough savings yet. But um, I don't know. I I try to do uh, my pension through my uh, PTSB bank. I you know when they tell me this is good for you if you want to get a mortgage, I do it. When they tell me this is good for you if you want to do mortgage, I mortgage, I do it. Yeah. You're doing all the right things. You're taking all the boxes. I do everything. You know, my tax is up to date. I pay my tax. Like, I pay roughly because I work hard. I need to pay tax. I pay roughly 30000 every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, and, and you're, you're taking all the boxes. And yes, you can't get a mortgage. You're one of thousands. Sahid, thank you so much. And I hope you have luck with that uh, sometime, sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't people who are ticking all the boxes, saving all the money, working hard, why can't they get a mortgage in, in 2024? That's just something totally wrong. Corks 96 FM.